my game just can't go to Razor Blades. Uh, damn it! No, I knew it was gonna fail you. Damn like, it! You can't hesitate, Bob. So we would, we would, <laughs> would we, would we consider that to be an aborted attempt at an intro? Oh shit! No. Oh god. Does okay. the podcast have a stance on abortion? Because the movies are in the doom. Oh, I'm definitely pro-choice, as in I'm choosing to go forward. Hi kids, this is Bob. I'm your host. <laughs> the nerve that connects our left testicle to the left side of your asshole. Thank you, Paul. Here are my co-hosts. This is Kenny Coda Razor Blades. Go. <laughs> Hi, this is Alex, and I am the antifreeze your child kills you with when he puts it in your oatmeal that you then put into a bag. And keep on your uh, the hood of your like the front part of your car for an entire Day. Oh god. <laughs> oh no. Oh my god. And I'm Andy. I'm that lonely carrot left floating in the bathtub. <laughs> no. It wasn't left in the bathtub. Oh jeez. It was left in the vagina. Monologues. Monologues. <laughs> Coming to you this February. Jack Frost and the Vagina Monologues. Oh no, no, oh god. So we are doing another double feature today. Because it is the holiday season, we are going to talk about... Dr. Two... Dr. Ruth Westheimer's vagina. <laughs> oh. Ooh, girl. Oh, that'd be a good one. That's like the Nazi hunter vagina. I want to do that monologue. That needs to be... <laughs> Okay, yes. The sniper model? That needs to yeah. be, I swear to you, that needs to be a movie. Like, we just, that needs to be like, like a. Now I'm hot. Quentin Tarantino needs to do like an Inglorious Bastards kind of thing. An Inglorious <laughs> Bastards of just old, horny women who give sex advice on the side and kill Nazis. Yeah. She's like, uh, yeah, she's like, she's like, wow. She's like headshotting Nazis, could, sniping like, Nazis during the day. Totally, instead of Nazis, they could be sniping Nazis. The clitoris she's like, is the most important part of the vagina. She snipes Nazis by day, and then Why at night German? she goes home and just gets mad banging on Because she's German? Yes, but we've we've moved past just her. Okay. There's a whole band of multi-ethnic, <laughs> oh, yeah. very sexually advanced old women okay. who kill alt-right people and are very anti-Trump. Nice. And we need that not in only our is lives. this a movie, this is gonna be like an HBO like miniseries. Can Helen Mirren be in it? All of them. Yay! Oh, Maggie Smith. Yeah. Good luck Maggie stopping Smith, Helen Mirren. Oh. And Helen Mirren and Judy Dench. <laughs> all of them. Uh, what's what's her face? Um, Actually, I'm even going to say Jane Fonda. Yeah. I'm even going to say Michelle Pfeiffer can do it because she's she's Michelle definitely Pfeiffer would totally be down. Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer. Should and do it Actually, needs to be like the the comediest comedy. She's that ever passed comedy. back into greatness can, again. Can Sigourney Weaver be like the Charlie who just talks on the phone? Like we never see her, but no. she just always gives them their missions every day. You know. <laughs> oh my god. Think, okay. Oh oh. Kills him eyes in the sound of music. Who is this person? Julie Julie Andrews. She oh. is going to be my favorite Nazi. Did, yes. Did you just Nazi hunter to, to bring favorite up Julie Nazi Andrews? You said there. the hills have eyes with the sound of music. Yeah, the hills have eyes the with the sound are, of music. The hills are alive. That's fine. Hey, <laughs> I got where I needed to get, and that is the most important part of so, what I was doing. Anywho's. Uh, today we are, again, doing a double feature. We are going to be talking about holiday-themed movies for the remainder of the month, because we're that kind of people. Are we? So, yeah, we are. Yeah. So I'm... today we are talking about Red Christmas and Jack Frost. Aww. Jack Frost is nipping at your nose and your clitoris, apparently. So... He doesn't nip at your clitoris. He stabs it with his carrot. Yeah. Oh. Poor Shannon Elizabeth. That's how clitoris work, right? I I (laughs) don't. I don't know if any of us understand the clitoris personally. (laughs) I was a cesarean, so I didn't even pass by. So we're gonna start with Red Christmas. I have details on this one. So Red Christmas, 2016. A mother must protect her family on Christmas Day from a demented stranger who is hell bent on tearing them apart. 
He's not a stranger. With, co- with, with a coat hanger. Okay. Even the description. No, I th- if she had killed him with a coat hanger, it would have made my entire life better. I was disappointed because they actually did. They did. She did the hook. She hooked him in. She did twice. The yeah, the, the, the uh, anchor was standing anchor. in his, as the coat hanger, I think. Ooh. I was bombed because they actually showed the coat hanger like on the closet door, and I really thought. I know. That needed to happen. I really thought. Just stab in the eye with it. Something. Anything. I will say that the only part of the movie I liked was the end when I was just having a grand old time. I was just like, oh my god, they are just, they are going hard. By the way, does anyone understand why the last like f- two minutes is everyone's feet? What? I think the director just has a fetish. This is the Australian Tarantino? Maybe. Except he likes shoothed feet instead of... Well, there was the, the one barefoot. The second toe being larger than the big toe. Possibly. That's Quentin Tarantino's thing, if you've ever yeah. noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why, you know, um, Uma Thurman was hired. Um, I love Uma Thurman. I love Uma Thurman, too. But she's also got feet that Tarantino likes. So... That's why she gets hired again. Yes. <laughs> I, think, right. I think feet Tarantino likes is going to become, like, a sort of... A weird sort of like kind of (laughs) it's going to become like this weirdly oblique slur. Like, well, she's she's nice, but she's got feet Tarantino likes, much like a butter vase. That's kind of like you know, we used to have a cast. We used to need a casting couch. Now you just got to have the right kind of toes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's only doing one more movie, so it's not going to work out for long. So, so anyway, uh, Dee Wallace was the main character in here. She she also. Produced this the, the amount of abortion involved in that. Oh, uh, I, ju- think, I think we can just call this movie a miscarriage. Mi- oh, mm. that would be a lie. It's a miscarriage of justice. <laughs> um, Jeff Morrill, David Collins, Sarah Bishop, Janice McGavin, Ger- Gerard O'Dwyer, uh, who we will talk about because he's actually the one bright spot in this film. Uh, Delia Mariel, uh, Bjorn Stewart, Bjorn. Bjorn means bear. Just so you know. Uh, Atlas Adams, oh God, Robert we don't Anderson. We do like advanced casting lists for movies no. that have no one we know we don't like. No, but but we do have to talk about Anthony Jensen because he's that weird-ass farmer with the knife. Oh, my God. Who decided to, like, pee on what's-his-face because that's apparently yellow. how you deal with dress. So, so yellow. Oh, God. Because Drink it, some water, no, dude. Well, it's pee does not look like that. No, in America... There are standards that you're not allowed to show yellow urine on television. It has right. to be. That's why they do like the blue for diaper commercials because you uh, can't show pee being yellow. So for us, red for us American, well, it should not be red anyway. That's the normal <laughs> thing. Um, well, I mean, red for blood for you know tampons and things like. Oh that. Yeah. yeah, well, that's just be- they actually can show blood on TV, but. Period blood is chunky and not fun. So no. you don't want to show that on your commercial. <laughs> no. Or spread it on your toast. You're not going to sell oh, tam- God, like pads no. if you're like showing a smear of like red and black stuff. Ugh. Yeah, true. You might actually sell the pads. You just probably won't sell them to the people you're trying to sell them to. <laughs> but uh, farmer, farmer. Oh, yellow. so us Americans seeing super yellow piss. Yeah. Real awkward. Yeah. I do like that they called back to it. They were like, he smells like piss. Like, yeah. Oh, Because no, hey. he was just peed on by someone who apparently does not know the meaning of the word water. Is, is it normal, you think, in Australia to just invite random homeless people into your house, it's, give them a present, um, well, sit them down, ask them what they're thankful for? Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know. Or was that D. Wallace being extra? Like, I think she was being extra. Do you, uh, I don't know if I know anything about Australia to know. I mean, it, it, if sorry, if it's all this talk about was, the urine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, stop with the coffee. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, 
So Andy's gonna find this sound and like emphasize it later. So just so that everyone is fucking clear, you act on like this. I don't have urine sounds stored up for days. <laughs> oh, Jesus! So this this movie is. I have a lot uh, of time. Alone we don't in even this house. know what this what this movie is because no, we know exactly what it is, Bob. It is a hand, heavy-handed metaphor, either for or against abortion, and no one is quite sure which. Everyone right. has a different opinion. I completely oh, disagree. You think there is a clear message? I mean, I think it's clearly against. I mean. Yeah, against abortion. I don't agree with that. I think it is. I think they've gone out of their way. I love to how we just ex- utterly middle of the road. No, it's not even that. I think because they've. Well, first off, I think they went out of their way to make it really uncomfortable for anybody, regardless of what side of the issue they end I'm up just on. Just watching yeah. the first five minutes, which is which is, movie is uncomfortable. which is horror movie, totally okay, and actually that's a plus. Yeah, but they made this movie uncomfortable, like with bad actors and bad filming techniques. Okay, bad, bad <laughs> acting, uncomfortable is a different thing. But like the whole, like as far as the abortion debate goes, that is that's in play. I think the point of the movie, and there's, I'm sure it's going to come up a million times. But the point of the movie, I think, is not that um, abortion yay or abortion boo, but more that abortion is not a simple decision. It is like even people who terminate pregnancies for really good reasons for like the most easily justifiable reasons might still feel like doubts and regret down the road or, or, or even just grief um, because it is not a simple choice. It's not a simple decision. And in, and actually, and, and from, from the flip side if somebody who chooses to have that kid that to, to chooses not to terminate the pregnancy, that's not a simple decision either. And there's a lot of shouting from both sides. I'm being that guy. Oh, my God. So, from, so well, the, hang on. The, just this, a is, second, this is just, just not a, a simple thing. And and just to, to address the weird looks I was getting when I was going on that whole spiel, I am stolidly pro-choice. Um, I like to joke that I'm actually pro-abortion. There are too many people walking around. Yeah, I think... But, um, it is, it is, it's depicted as being a very simple thing. It is always reduced to, to this bare bones bumper sticker bullshit thing. And regardless of what side of the issue you fall upon, it is not that simple. Um, it is not that simple for the priest in the film. It's definitely not that simple for the I'm pretty the sure mother. the priest's own sexuality uh, is not that simple I, for him. See, that's a different story. I, I think the problem <laughs> is and I, you know. we're all pro-choice. Yeah. All three of us can easily say that. Yeah. And... The issue is, I think you're wanting this movie to say more than it does because I think it, I see what you say, what you're saying, and I can like find moments in the movie where I want to add them together and get that message, but I don't. I see well, this I, movie I, as a just like an angry kind of. I see it clearly as anti-abortion, but I could I could pretend to I could make enough of a case in my head that it's pro-choice, but it's so poorly done in how it accomplishes yeah. anything. Yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, it's... Uh... To, to Andy's point, there there are, during the credits, you know, basically links to what, you know, materials that are used on both sides. So I think he was actually trying for a centrist view in the movie, but oh. failed. Yeah. And again, I don't even know that it's necessarily a centrist view as much as I don't know that this movie has all that much of a message, period. Oh, yeah, which just, is why I was like, I don't think it has a very strong pro-choice message. If it has a pro-choice message, it's a failure. If it has a pro-life message, it is also a failure. I'm, yeah. But the, the, only, the only message that I can draw from it that's not a total failure is, hey, this is actually more complicated than people think. And that's good enough for something like this. Um, no, I, the movie is a failure. Oh, I like it. Uh, uh, it's okay. You like things. You're, you're and allowed I like to like things. things. We'll talk about it. Yeah. We didn't have to dive into the deep end right away. No, we did, though. <laughs> there's nowhere else to go with this movie. You didn't have to drown me yeah. like an unwanted fetus. Uh, I did, though, Andy, because you liked this movie. No, I but had fun. This, with this, but this movie. movie does nothing but slam in your face 
that <clears throat> her choice to have an abortion for whatever reason yeah. destroyed her entire life and her entire family's yeah. future. Exactly. I, over and over again, just like destroyed everything, caused her to kill. Literally. Yeah, and like there's there's also the big issue because what she aborted was a baby that was known to have Down syndrome. And she already had a child that had Down syndrome, and it causes her to kill that child, even though she's trying to communicate to that child that, no, we actually loved you and wanted you and knew that you had Down syndrome and made the choice to have you. Like, we didn't, we just didn't make the second choice, and that was not because of Down syndrome, that was because... I was a woman that was going to have to be alone, and the yeah. thought of having to raise any child alone was too much. The, there were yeah. so many other factors in deciding her yeah. abortion. Which, again, not but a simple I, decision. See, right. but I don't see it as her not being a simple decision. I see the movie as just slamming her for making the decision. I don't see yeah. that at all. Um, that's, I kind the, of do. The killer is just, he is unrelenting. Yes. All he does is just murder without regard. You know, even the priest or the well, or the priest's wife or the pastor, whatever we're going to call he's him. He's a Catholic priest. Pre- Catholic, he, Catholic. He's, he can't no, be Catholic because they can't, they can't be because they're married. Oh, well, he's got a fucking He could be Orthodox, but Lutherans have collars. Oh, fine. But he's always Baptists still, have still collars. Anabaptists sometimes have collars. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, he is a religious figure of some elk. Right. And he is obviously on the side of the mummy cloaked Ring wraith, fetus, uh, adult no. thing. Not yes, at, all. at the beginning when he's giving his reading his letter, and it is obviously very anti-abortion and pro-religion yes. with this yes. weird. And he is actually trying to defend him and his pro-Christian message. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and so, but then he never takes a part in anything after that. So his only interaction with the with Cletus, the most horrible. Ne- I'm really sorry, but if you know that your baby is going to have any kind of special issues or needs, Cletus is not the name to give them. No, but then again, Dee Wallace did not give that name to that baby because she had an abortion. No, but it was it was kind of insinuated that she actually did name it Cletus, and that's where the name came from. Sadly, this is the most recent movie that I've seen. I'm sorry. I watched it right before I, I hand-headed over here. So, um, <laughs> okay, so the, the, the priest actually does not just disappear because later no, he later disappears in, from that conversation. I disagree because later on later on in the film I, I don't is, think you know what I'm saying. Which conversation are you talking about? Exactly. That's what I don't think you're getting. Because I thought you were talking about the greater meta conversation. No, not that. Because one. he participates the, quite the strongly. The literal conversation of they're all sitting in a circle and talking to Cletus before they throw him out. Yes. Yeah. In that conversation, so the last interaction that Cletus had with Pastor was Pastor was on his side and then he was thrown out. Yeah. And then he immediately kills Pastor the next time he sees him. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He absolutely does not. He doesn't he, immediately he, kill him. He prays with him and he then prays with his him. head into a okay. busted And blender. he does that he after the really pa- poorly with him. He does that after the priest picks up a knife and sticks it into him. Yeah. yeah no, but he was always yeah. going to eventually kill him. Oh, he's going to always eventually kill everybody, but that's not the point. But that is the point. That's what I'm trying to say. You're trying to disappear that point to make your point. I don't see, I guess well, cuz you you went off into this weird side tangent about what the priest is. Girls you're both pretty. Shut up. <laughs> so so okay because this is a horror film this is a slasher film it's uh, not a slasher film i will i love slasher it's a home invasion slasher movie it is not a slasher movie yes it is no it is not yeah, absolutely is it is so not well okay so i'm apparently the arbiter here you're gonna have to be it has it has elements of both i'm giving it home invasion thriller sure 
Yeah. But either way, the whole it's point of it is because they don't get they don't get killed for sex. They don't get killed for sex or drugs. Actually, well, in a sense, they get well, killed for sex. Does. No, they get killed because D. Wallace made a decision about her womanhood. That came as a result of her having sex. Well, of course it did, but that is not sex that caused the deaths. That was her decision. It's that not the campers deaths. getting slashed hey, hey, in the middle the or just after cause, having had if this sex. was an insurance claim, would be the abortion and not the initial sex that led to the abortion. The initial sex would be an unclaimable thing and not connected to the claim itself. Insurance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like, so, so like, but no, okay, so so uh, now that you guys have babbled for a while, <laughs> we've not talked about the movie. We, just, um, we have we not talked, talked about, about the, movie. the movie, but let, let let me go ahead and give my piece because themes <laughs> of the movie are the movie, the, right? So you are right in that it is relatively centrist. You are right in that it failed in that and ends up being ham-handedly anti-abortion. I mean, I'm I am on the case of any one side of it failing. The, it is. <laughs> It is a failure on multiple levels. And the priest, while he does somewhat, I mean, during his final scene with Cletus, he does get on his knees. He prays with him, but he also recognizes him as a danger and tries to kill him to stop the other violence, which, of course, leads to his death. I don't think also that best it, death in the movie. Yeah, pretty much. It was pretty great. Yeah. Pretty funny. I mean, that's yeah. just, I mean, the, the whole blender through the back of the head. To digress it. very quickly, the deaths in this movie are hilarious. God. I watched it with Bob. Every time any of them happened, I started I want to know. I want to know how the deformed, skinless, Down syndrome person has, has the strength to completely chop a girl in half from head to toe with an axe. I don't get it. I don't get it. It was, but, it was her apathy. It allowed easier slicing. Yes. Yeah. Actually, yeah. it's... Um, it's, it's because she was adopted. The fact that she was adopted is why no one loved her, and she was awkwardly <laughs> ethnic compared to everyone else. Right? Well, except for the one husband who... Ooh, ooh. Yeah, let's... Let's let's, let's talk okay, about Scott so to, well, let me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tie one more thing onto the priest thing, and then we can drop his ass like okay. a lead balloon. No, we, I want to talk about him. We, we will talk about him. Because he is a very complicated character. character. He actually yeah. is. So that's why yeah. I was going to bring it up, just because you... Because the one thing that he does that I think is the most interesting in the movie... Oh, is when he's peeping on the pregnant woman no, Scott that's the sex. funniest thing he does that in the movie. Yeah. Or when he uh, obnoxiously stares at the guy's ass. Yeah. yeah. And that his wife comments on it and it's so, so cool. So yeah. I, 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 left, I, I must have left my keys upstairs. Anywhere. I'm looking for my keys. They're probably Joe, upstairs. He, Joe, Uncle Joe, no, was the, I, yeah, I Uncle Joe was a ray of light. I loved film. him and hated him at the same time. They killed the too. best characters weird. first no, and they, they left us with the two um, women sisters. But at least we got to see the cute one's ass. We did. Yeah. We did. So, but, okay. So the one thing that the priest did that I think is really interesting hmm. is he is the person to whom D. Wallace confesses, first confesses about the abortion, which is a, yes. its own, it is its own religious thing. I and, know. But his response to that is actually like he doesn't condemn her for that. No, no he, he didn't. Well, I think his he, own personal feelings aside, he has a lot of conflicted interest in his life sure and right. well and that's but that's a, and i think that's an interesting thing that because he he very clearly doesn't agree with it but he also doesn't like jump down her shit he actually yeah. he does actually you know listen and and provide and a he certain respects her wishes comfort. to not talk about it to anyone except for he talks about it to cletus and Jerry happens to hear, which is what causes more problems. Right. And that actually takes me into why Jerry is the best thing about this movie. He's, he, I'm, I, you know, even though I never need to see this, I'm really happy that he got a paycheck for doing it. Right. 
right? Um, and but hopefully I w- residuals. What I will say is Jerry, uh, this is a, a super qualifier. Jerry is the best thing in this movie. They gave him a meaty role. They did. They gave yeah. him some great lines. <clears throat> I I wanted to slap him after the third one he delivered. I, I know it's awful, but I when I like I was telling you earlier, I don't like it when a neurotypical person gets all Shakespeare pretentious. I don't need it from Jerry. But but that, that was his religion. His religion was Shakespeare. And actually, I'm not gonna lie. I thought he said that. Um, he, uh, my religion is the. He says that my religion is the bard. The bard. Yeah. Yes. I heard my religion is the Bob, <laughs> which isn't like Bob you, but right. like Baha'i. Right. I thought he was gonna randomly be like Baha'i. Which would be like a really? I was like, this was we're gonna this we're just gonna jump into some religious shit right here. If he was gonna be, you know, the Bob, right. that's what they call him. Yeah. And Baha, but but Baha, who Bob? Is, I think he's having a stroke. That's how you say God in Baha'i. That's what okay. the God is called, oh. and they refer to him as the Bob. We're a teaching podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what this is. Right. Uh, we should be under the education. Still the NSFW, but exactly. under education. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, I like the character, Jerry. I like oh. the actor. I, 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 I couldn't. I, I wouldn't. I want that guy to have more roles just like in uh, – he needs right. to be in more movies. He's really great. He is the most charismatic person on the screen. Right. Yeah. He actually um, – he has the best delivery for all the schlocky horror that Australia wants to make. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have never had as much fun at any Christmas gathering as this motherfucker has. <laughs> he is so – he is – He's into it. He's into it all the way. When Even after talk the about, shit goes down, he's like, yeah! He's when, there. after they use his shoulder as a gun. Unrest. Yes. <laughs> because oh gun God. safety. Uh, Australia. Uh, he didn't die. That's gun safety true, in Australia. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like, cover your ears. That helps. Really, really does. Oh, so, God. like, yeah, no, that that completely ridiculous. But he the was so good. The whole movie is completely ridiculous. Yes, it is, and that's 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 why. But not I in a good it. way. Oh, I I I, no. I think it was actually very funny. I had a lot of fun uh, with it. I I love that. There's so much to like. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, Jerry's like insane charisma. It's not even insane. He just has this like very innocent yeah, natural charisma. Right. Um, oh, God, and actually, he's his his character is, I think. One of the only ones that has any kind of moral <laughs> moral quandary going on. Yeah. That has any sort of an arc or even any agency of his own. There's right. that scene where he's like got the shotgun aimed, pointed at D. Wallace and is like reading her up one side and down the other. Oh god, yeah. Like that's hardcore. That, that's a really that amazing was legitimately scene. Legitimately the best part of a bad movie. I, I was not prepared for them to go there. Yeah. I just assumed he was gonna die and they weren't gonna talk about it. I assumed he was yeah, see, I never was. even expected him to die. It was just like there's no way they're Actually, gonna kill the dude with Down. There was a second where the people um, with Down syndrome generally tend to fall in the kid rule. That was more? and that yeah. was the mistake that I made. I put him into that box. Yeah. No, and actually what what I thought was funny is I actually thought they were going to make a reference. I thought it was going to flip. We were going to flip the script and the truth was going to be that she tried to abort him. Oh. And it didn't right. work because abortions can fail. Right. And mm. and then she had to live with that the rest of her life. And this was finally coming to roost now that she's going to be like putting him in a assisted in a living facility, right. which she was really happy about. I love that he was so happy. Yeah, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna be in the cafeteria. I know. <laughs> so, so Cafe interested. Jerry. Woo! 
Yeah, no, that was that was <laughs> these weird little high fives. That, yeah, like, that was the other right? awesome. Um, that was the other character with agency Joe. was uh, Joe. Yeah, he had the best agency because he totally like saw through everyone's bullshit and was right. just like, "I'm gonna be okay with you. Keep doing this. You guys go right ahead. I'm gonna go make friends with medical marijuana." Yeah. So I moving. Um. I, I also don't get the whole pregnant woman's you know drinking and smoking pot, which uh, she was. I wanted to slap her. She too. wasn't a very nice. She pregnant was woman. so pregnant though. She was like mad. She, she was, was like, she, you should not be allowed to travel right now. You shouldn't right. have gone home for the holidays. Right. Pregnant. You should have been in your bed she waiting for also, things to pop. She was also like Garfunkel and Oates levels of of pregnant woman smug. Like yeah. she, oh, <laughs> she loves her. I loved her. She was oh horrible. She was actually. Let's all be real honest. She was Bob, and Bob was a pregnant woman at D. Wallace's uh, family gathering. Oh my fucking god! Yeah, you know, I just what I loved about her was the insanity of just like fuck me in the bathtub when I'm. I was in the laundry room. Was it the laundry room? Because yeah. they were laying in a tub though. At one point, because he gets on top of her. And that then was they that flip. was only in the 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 trailer. No, it was in the movie. Just saw it. Sadly, this movie is still burned. What the hell did I miss? No, it's very strange because they say laundry room. They go in. She's in a tub. He gets on top of her. And then when he's peeking through the door, she's up against the wall because you see his ass standing. You don't see him leaned over. So it was like as if they I don't want to watch this movie again to... to Make you, sure of that, but fuck. Do you think that they had like a like an Eli Roth cabin fever thing where he like had a certain contractually obligated amount of ass to show? Like they had to measure like three inches of his ass. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Did, did you think? The, is that a role that I can be hired for in Hollywood? Like, <laughs> yeah. How much hairy man ass do we need to show in this film? <laughs> right. Like, get out the measuring tape. Like, no, a little bit more. <laughs> oh no, I dropped it. Let's pull it back up. You know. <laughs> See there. The best costume. Bob's gonna be the cat thrower. Yeah, I'm gonna be right. the ass measure. <laughs> Why can't I do both? <laughs> because cat throwing is a full time commitment. It, is. it really is. I'm really gonna have to do some boob measuring, like some side <laughs> boob things, where I have to like I have to look at the contract like and be a like half an inch from the nipple. Oh, they only I, they only gave us three inches from the nipple, so we have to cover a little bit more. I'm out there measuring side boob and. <laughs> oh yeah, because you know I mean there's there's literally it's like an eighth of an inch between like tasteful. And just gratuitous yeah, side maxim- and, and I guess Andy gets to be the cocksock wrangler. No, no. Well, I was going to say, I also, I also feel like I can get some contractual work, some like um, contractor work. Doing those indie movies where like they show the guy's ass and they only want to show a little bit of his balls. <laughs> you have to like measure how much ball is showing and get the right actor, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> how much, how much go, taint do we need? Yeah, I'll go to those auditions like... Just bend over now. We'll see how big those balls are and how much they're going to show. Nope, sorry, you're contract. You're way too much for this contract. So, but yeah, no, she, the pregnant one. Oh, I don't even want to give them names anymore. I don't know. Dee Wallace was Diane. Was Diane? Yeah. Is your name Jerry Diane? Cletus. Cletus. This is the Diane, end of Jerry, but I just read Diane that. Jerry, Cletus, and Joe. That's I, the ones I, I know. instantly started referring to him as Aborto. Oh, yeah, we call. Oh him. my god, that's amazing. Yeah, we call him Aborto. Yeah, his name. I just called him Aborto, thing. which is not. Nice. So, no, I, well, but I don't care. My advice: if any, you know, any of our six listeners uh, watch <laughs> this movie, join one of the other six in watching it because yeah. if you MST three uh, K this movie, it's kind of so fun. Much and it, uh, here's why it's so much fun. Well, first of all, 
Because we can make fun of it. Well, D. Wallace is terrible, first oh, of all. And but I don't I see, don't, see again, I don't even think I don't even think D. Wallace knew what kind of movie she was in. Because everybody she else produced it. I do, I, it just means I she don't. wrote a check, Bob. Exactly. It doesn't mean she read the script. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean she was She prepared. acted in it, so she I really read think the I would swear, I will bet you the writer and director were just like, Hey, if we pitch they this They were the same person. If we it's like, hey, if I pitch this to her as like um, like a social f- parable, like she'll totally write a check. Oh yeah, D, come on, <laughs> make that happen. Yeah. And then everybody else is just like, okay, this is going to be a really stupid movie, but, but she don't show up as a teddy bear werewolf. No, she, but she like, because she doesn't even seem to know what kind of movie she's in, and that makes it so much funnier. Yeah, and and that makes me so happy. And those kills are amazing. Oh, Jerry, go make the eggnog. And why the fuck? And like the house is <laughs> the house is lit. They're having Christmas at Nicholas Winding Refn's house. Like, there's oh, a, every there's, room is a different. There's color. a green room and a red oh, room and I a pink hate, room okay. and a blue room. Let's talk about the lights for a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the lighting in this movie is the bane of my existence. Oh, I loved it. Why oh did the God. pregnancy room have to be the reddest red? Whoever read it, like a normal to light a room that color, you would have to work so hard. I right? figured they probably just didn't have a, like the budget for all of that. Maybe they wanted to like no, make the placenta look the, more realistic. The lighting designer, yeah. I feel like, bought the cheapest pack of gels ever and oh, was God, like, ever. "We have to use all the gels, or we're not going to get our money's worth." <sighs> I'm, I, what I'm really wondering is, <laughs> did I want to know why they had fucking bear traps hanging on the walls? <laughs> that was the best. Why didn't don't you? No. Oh. oh. Or anchors. You shouldn't come just, to my... Just sharpened anchors. Don't come to my apartment. There's a lot of bear traps. Um, <laughs> well, I know no, who you live with, yeah. so I, I would not actually find that to be too hard yeah, to Yeah, Paul can hang things high. He can do... <laughs> I mean, Alex, we mean, we mean actual bear traps, not like boxes of donuts. Yeah, true. Those aren't bear traps. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. Once you climb those in, are, you never those get Those are out. lures. Those are lures. <laughs> Well, they're, they're, they're under Pokemon Go. Donuts are bear lures. They're under, they're under like a, they're under a, a big crate with a stick, like propping yeah. it up. Yeah, it's not the next version of Growler. You're just going to see a map and you'll see like donuts flying out of location. You'll know that it's a bear lure. They use their special donut Oh powers. God, that reminds me of the Ritz. That's what, that's what they'll use to like signify the bear bars in whatever town you're in. Oh God. No, no. Like, like, like the Pokemon gyms. Like the bear, bear bars will just be like a giant scratching pose and however many people are currently engaged... There'll be like extra people scratch. You'll see lightning and <laughs> lube will fly up in the animation. I, I really want Growler to get on this. You live in Columbus, like a cartoon dude. fight, like in Drawn Together, yeah, yeah. where it's like dicks and boobs and yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. we're so far afield now. We are. We are. How we the hell do back. we get back? Oh, it's we, really we just stop Red and say Christmas we're cutting here. Red Christmas. Is well, so you were, wait, how did we? Which is exactly what Brent told us to say. Red Christmas is terrible. So Next no, Christmas. Brent is wrong. This is where we cut. We go to the pastor. The obnoxious side plot that was inserted in where (laughs) they are infertile because he is obviously gay. Right. And can't admit it. Mm. And his overly, obviously not being fucked wife because of her outfit and her general demeanor. Right. um, I'm like, girl, stop wearing gray. They are, they are, it's horrible. And I, you know, I wanted them to do something with the subplot, but the moment they killed the good looking guy. Yeah, I knew it was over. Yeah, like, I knew the subplot I, was done. I we checked never out gonna, once the hot yeah. one was dead, which is like twenty five minutes in. Yeah, I will say like that that whole scene where D Wallace. Like, I didn't how did he get in care. and then immediately disappear? Because the three guys had line of sight to one another. How the hell did they miss the axe murderer? Oh no! Mm. In and out. Abortion powers? Uh, maybe. 
It's like Wonder Twin powers. He can. But... He he's actually a shapeshifter. He can turn himself into a coat hanger and slither under. Then the why does he choose to have the fetus head with the deformed eyeball? Um, the real question is, how do you function with teeth that large? You don't. I don't know. The royal family seems to manage. Oh, God but I'm sick. Speaking of latent homosexuals, Prince Harry. Oh, no, God. No. No. Prince Harry, she's all wrong for you. Give her to us. No. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. She's very charming, but... but, no, but Give him to us. There you go. That's why I said give him to us. I you thought you said give, give her. her to us. No, I... Um, give him. You just... Uh, I'm I pretty sure you just misgendered Prince Harry. Doesn't matter. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think? How do you rate Red Christmas, Bob? Oh, God. Uh, how? Uh, do you have another point to make? Oh, um, no, only to complain about their shitty strategy. And the other reason why I hate D. Wallace oh, in this movie so much. They're all camped out in the shed. There's one entrance, one exit. He's got a scatter gun. And instead, D. Wallace insists that they have to let's leave. Let's go get the car. Let's, let's leave this easily defensible position that we are all in right now. With plenty of weaponry. And ammunition. And let's go do something insane. And I, she just, she is a strategic black hole. I mean, granted, a Bordeaux could have just set the place on fire. This movie is a sentient black hole. It is a sentient hole. But it's still funny. Abyss. It is funny. It is funny to make fun of, but the movie itself, that you couldn't, I you couldn't sit is... and watch this movie alone and be like, this was a good trip. I'm glad I took it. Oh, I, 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 I'm pretty sure I your buddy, see... Roger Ebert. Would write an entire new book called "Your Movie Still Fucking Sucks" no, about Red Christmas. But also, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't deign to acknowledge that Red Christmas came out. Oh God! <laughs> but it's no, not an American you, movie. He doesn't. This care. is like just a very he Australian horror, horror movie to me. This, I, it's, what? It reads. It's just, Australian horror is gory and funny, and, and this is. Gory and funny and splatty and this is not gory. It's and it funny, me, but it's not works, trying to be. This funny. works so That's hard to not show blood. It did. It worked. It like PG thirteen. I mean, we got we got show. like the the daintiest little dollop of guts after no, he after stabbed, the adopted yeah. daughter. He is stabbed the the giant stuffed thing that at the end. That was great. And wonderful dribble. moment. Yes. but no blood came out. This little dribble. Well, yeah, no blood came out when he stabs, and then right. he like guts, and but, barely any blood comes out, and then he lifts the three month old baby, not the newborn. Right. Does he not? But there's plenty of blood in the movie because, like, freaking, there's a bear trap on the cop's head, and yeah, blood goes geysering like, every fucking. It doesn't bear. though. Like, it's just a little bit of a blood effect, and then it's over. Mm. There, there is a bit of a geyser. It's but, a geyser. Uh, the geyser you're remembering is the one shot with the obviously fake doll head that the blood spurts out the eyes. That was awesome. It, yes. That was the most was so blood fun. you see, though. Uh, yeah. Other than that, like people die blood. He rips a woman in half. The most blood you see is there is blood on the axe. Like, no blood fell. Yeah. Like, this is PG-13 level of, like, Aww. we don't do violence in blood, yeah. which is weird yeah. for Australia. Okay. Right. Because, I mean, if we're going to, if we're looking at fucking Australian uh, dead horror alive. movies. Dead Alive. Jesus. I was thinking, like, Black Sheep. Also oh, very Black bloody. Black Sheep is delightful. And, I love or that even Housebound. Hmm. Have not seen that. Housebound is relatively bloodless. It's not bloodless. It is bloodless because there's not a lot of killing. Yeah. I don't think anyone dies in that movie. But then we're talking. But then but that is just Wolf blunt Creek. comedy. It's just going to why it's funny. It's funny because everybody seems to be playing it so dead straight, and that's why it's funny. No, I think everyone's playing it dead straight because they just did declamatory line readings where like someone put a cue card, and right. D. Wallace went. I did that because I couldn't raise the baby. Oh no, D. Wallace is trying yeah. to act. She's just really bad at it. Oh. And that's that and that makes it even funnier. And to me. she I will say uh, that in in earlier portions of her career, 
she was fantastic. I really like uh, the Howling. She's I lovely. really, 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 really think she deserved an Oscar for Cujo. I have not seen Cujo. I okay. have recently viewed no the Howling. Deserved an Oscar for Cujo. Howling is awful because of Cujo. I will. I will throw down the gauntlet. The Howling is a piece of I shit. I thought she was amazing dealing with. I have never seen. She was terrible. In a car thing. She was absolutely terrible. Yeah, yeah, but that's. You know who else did really well with that? Ryan Miles did a great job being trapped in a coffin. Does not deserve an Oscar. Yeah, but he was not like there with a screaming kid. A screaming potentially. I mean, gay he child. is a screaming kid. Yeah. So no. I re- I really or Colin think, Farrell in the phone booth. I really think that Dee Wallace Elijah was amazing in Cujo. By the way, oh God, Elijah Wood on the piano. Oh, sorry. Girl. Or Whoopi Goldberg in the oh, another phone booth. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Or Whoopi Goldberg in the white man outfit in the associate. Dear God. Glad I never saw that. Oh my god, it's really good. The woman no, who Whoopi is Whoopi Goldberg in soap dish. Ah, everybody in, in soap <laughs> dish. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg in that movie where the Tyrannosaurus Rex doll. Oh god, no. Theodore Rex. Nobody cares. Yes. There was a high five over that. I don't know why. <laughs> because of this movie. Somebody oh, paid for Theodore so, Rex. Somebody So no. This movie, I guess this movie cost less than Theodore Rex. I bet it did. <laughs> I get what you're talking about. I get yeah. that it is that unintentionally hilarious sort of thing that yeah. I normally like. But here's the thing. I watched this thinking, yes, there are parts of this that are not meant to be funny, that are super funny. Yes. But I'm not enjoying them because of this ham-fisted, envilicious abortion bullshit. Yeah. I can't the, do the it. Terrible lighting. And the oh. terrible lighting. <laughs> the lighting was so good. It was awful, oh, but that's why I liked it. God. So, no. I, I, um, if we're going to be talking about ratings, because I know yeah, that we've been I know that's where we're headed. for a bit. Uh, I'd, I'd really, I mean, just for Jerry's bright spots in this film, I'm giving it one out of five, you know, adopted children chopped in half. Aw. But she had apathy. Aw. She had an, aller- an allergy to peanuts, too. That didn't really. Yeah, the. Didn't pan out either. No. Um, I <laughs> I hate this movie. I want to know why if she, Oh, wait. She's adopted. Never mind. Never mind. My point. Where yeah. the peanut allergy came from? Right. Uh, well, I want to know why if there was a peanut allergy, why he wasn't affected. But she, she, she's adopted. So never mind. He's also an aborted fetus that came to I know. life. That wears a cloak. That wears a cloak and lots of bandages. Because he like, it keeps his skin on. He like no. Jason out in the woods. Well, you know who he is? He's the guy from Time Crimes. Which I have not seen. I haven't seen either. Jesus, fuck, what is wrong with you guys? Um, we try not to watch movies you recommend because we're still bitter about Cuso. And now Red Christmas. <laughs> a, I didn't recommend Red Christmas. And B, Time Crimes is no, fucking great. I blame Bob for me having to watch this, yeah. even though I tried really hard to talk us out of watching this on multiple occasions without no, having see, seen it. See, here's, here's the thing. We watched this fucking trailer on an episode. Yeah, and you're like, good. oh my God, you're so great. Blah, blah, blah. This trailer's awesome. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. We're Alex gonna watch I, it. We were in, we were in love. I was it. into it. I listened to your review and actually believed you for once and said we shouldn't <laughs> watch this movie. And yet here we are having watched this movie. Uh, this could have died with only you having <laughs> seen this. And maybe Andy at some later time. <laughs> I'd have watched it. But the thing is, is that I, I had only seen 20 minutes of it when I posted about it. Oh, it was better. I know. You were better but, for it. We were all better. Yeah. Bob. Oh. So my my rating of this movie. Dear God. Um, because I know that my rating doesn't affect that Jerry's paycheck. Um, right. My rating is like negative five stars, and by stars I mean gay pastors that have unresolved subplots before they're killed <laughs> by a blender. That's a star in my book. Oh, Andy. Wow. Like a starfish. Like the star of David, but about abortion. 
more like a chocolate starfish that it the is priest wants. Hanukkah. Anyway, go ahead, Andy. I liked this movie. So far, the movie is, uh, it was fun. This, it, it was a lot of fun. An aggregate score of negative four right now. <laughs> this isn't QI. It doesn't work that well. <laughs> I like this movie. It's I mean, it's just goofy and it's funny. And I, I'm still thinking about it like 24 hours after I watched it, which is way more than I can say for it's only because we had to talk about it today. No, I actually just thought it, I liked it. I thought it was I, I found things interesting about it and it was also really funny. And Jerry just kicks ass. Jerry needs to be in more movies. For real, though. I, I, will, I am down with Jerry being in more movies. I will watch the Jerry movie series where he just fights various monsters. Oh, God. And is always super positive about it. Oh, Jerry. Right? Vampire Hunter. Yeah. All oh. of them. I've watched Jerry. Um, I claim copyright on that shit now. Yeah. Jerry versus the Three Stooges versus oh. Elvis and Costello. Like. Jerry stars in Buttocks of the Werewolf. Yeah, any of it. <laughs> any of it. Yeah. Jerry. Um, Oh, they could. I, I want Dar- uh, Dario Argento to direct like uh, his daughter's boobs versus Jerry movie. God damn! Right? Yeah, I'm that, all for all of these movies. Kind of. That's a little weird, but yeah, I, mean, I want. Look, I could. I could do that. I want the Inglorious Bastards with Jerry as the main character. Exactly. Oh, in Quentin Tarantino like backwards bullshit style. Well, here's what I'm thinking. Here's so like if you're gonna do the Inglorious Bastards thing, it'd be like Jerry would be like uh, kind of like the man in charge and then like Dr. Ruth would be the sniper. I'm yes. fine with that. Yeah, yeah. And she would like be able to like take out Hitler with uh, a very carefully aimed shot from like a yeah. clitoris. So no, it'll be Jerry <laughs> and Dr. Ruth and uh, Morgan Freeman are Charlie's <laughs> angels and Charlie is actually Sigourney uh, Weaver. You lost me. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. You can replace him. I'm, I'm not. How about Morgan Fairchild? I'm fine with that. Okay. Yes. There we go. But it has to be circa 1987 with like the garage door lids. <laughs> Um, what's Kathy Moriarty uh, doing? She could be in too. Oh, I love Kathy Moriarty. Yeah, she no, we'll get, we'll get Kennedy, Kennedy Davenport. She'll be the third person. <laughs> Kennedy Davenport. Okay. So, she needs work, so. To, to reel this shit back in, I liked this movie. I would watch it again. Again, you're a horrible person. I am giving it um, three out of five wire hangers. Ha, we're still aggregate negative one. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> We've never done this before. It can work however I wanted in this so, joke. So speaking of movies that left us cold, uh, fucking Jack Frost. Oh, my fucking God. Fucking Jack shit. So Jack Frost, which was written and directed by Michael Cooney, um, starring Scott McDonald, Christopher Allport, Stephen Mendel, F. William Parker, and famously introducing, can't find her name. Oh, my God. Introducing Shannon, Shannon Elizabeth. Elizabeth. In her first role. Before American um, I don't know that you can call that a role as much as it is she was just there. Oh, also, so she did there is an actress called Kelly Jean Peters, which sounds like the best porn name to me. Who is the person that played the assistant to the sheriff? Because she looked a hell of a lot like that was um, Kelly Jean Peters. Was that Kelly Jean Peters? Oh my god! <laughs> because she, I kept, I kept thinking. Um, which, by the way, the guy who played the sheriff I, I kept thinking, has the best IMD photo where he is just like. Bullshit, smoking a cigar, oh lounging. I, I, I just kept thinking that that the that the assistant in the sheriff's office was Adrian Barbo for some ungodly reason. I'm like, why would she sign it? Oh, it's not her. Why would she? No, it's still and, not her. And Scott McDonald is that guy from every TV show that you think you might have seen before. Pretty much. Scott Pretty McDonald much. was he the sheriff guy? No, no he was, he Jack, was Frost. Jack Frost. Oh, okay. And literally, like, if you've watched any kind of like network television from 1995 to like now, specifically police procedurals, yeah, or any kind of procedural, 
pretty much no. Medical procedurals, police procedurals, like CSI related shows, anything. Yeah. He appears multiple times. Yeah. Oh. Bit part, usually a villain ish. He is special. So Jack Frost is the story of uh, a prison inmate, serial killer, who chopped people up and may have been putting them into pecan pies, yes. even though we only referenced that once, of course. Dur- during the deliciously storytelling beginning of this film, which, which is the best part which of Michael this film. Michael Cooney, um, the director, speaking in that moment. Um, and he, on his way to be executed, um, comes in contact with highly acidic genetic manipulation compound and becomes a snowman who kills people until the father of the specialist child who puts antifreeze in his father's oatmeal learns that antifreeze subdues Jack Frost. Yeah. Oh my God. That's this movie. Um, this expression on, that's on my face right now, I, this is pretty much the expression that was on my face through the entirety of the movie that I watched, which was not the entire movie. So I actually mm. gave up on this movie. I know. But Jack Frost is, I picked this movie. Yes. Because this movie has a very special place in my heart because I watched it on like Showtime, watched like the second half of it. Like about where you would have stopped is where I actually started watching it as a child. <laughs> and this movie for... We're going to be uh, conservative and say about three years terrified the fuck out of me. And I was so scared that an evil snowman was going to, like, come through the edges of my door and kill me with its icicles. So terrified. And this isn't like I was a young child. I was, like, nine to, like, 13 range. So I have to ask, was there some deep, dark part of your childhood? Like, were you, like... Were you molested? Were you molested by somebody with oven mitts? No, but I did live in Florida. <laughs> so, if, so, so, if you, if so you, you thought snow was just sentient you, yeah. anyway? If you grew up in Florida, ice and snow have like a really special relationship with you, where like things like the ice capades are the most amazing thing you can imagine because you just don't have these things in your life. You don't even have winter clothing. <clears throat> no, no. If it gets into the forties, you totally have those big parka um, things on. Yeah. No, Floridians are real pussies about the cold. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, much air like conditioning. Texans, which got like a dusting of snow and canceled school. Oh, let's not even talk about the fact that people from my job who also work in Texas were in Ohio, and we had to pick up slack for them because it snowed an inch, so their entire call center was closed down. Salt. They don't have any. <laughs> no, Why just the amount it? of salt dripping from your voice can oh. <laughs> just be shipped to them. And actually, it just uh, that melted the snow. <laughs> <laughs> But it didn't melt Jack Frost. No. No. It's because Jack Frost was made of polystyrene. Did they use salt? Um, No, they didn't as as Jordan. They just used hair dryers, which is the most inefficient way. Well, as as my, my other partner Jordan pointed out, why didn't they use salt? Why didn't they use alcohol? Why didn't... And actually, that led to the best joke ever, which is he was like, why didn't they use alcohol? And then I was like, but then he'd just be slushed. <laughs> no! Bad Alex. Excuse me. No. It's good. It's good joke. He'd be sloshed. (laughs) He'd be sloshed, slushed, and ready to kill. Um, So, Andy, tell your story as to why you couldn't finish the movie. Because you've watched some truly horrendous shit. It's not even that I couldn't finish the movie. It's that I got 45 minutes into this movie. And I realized that I had spent like the last 20 of those minutes playing with my phone and the kitten alternately. And then I realized that I could probably like have a better time playing with my phone and the kitten without the movie distracting me. 
So I fast forwarded to the bit with the carrot in the bathtub because that was the thing that I'd heard about that was like the big moment. So I'm like, okay, well, I got to check that out. So I fast forwarded to that and watched that. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm done. And I turned it off and I played with the cat. Um, it's like, I felt nothing. <laughs> for like, <laughs> like, I'm serious. No, this isn't even like, this isn't even like Andy hates a movie. This isn't even, this is not even this like, I don't Andy is completely apathetic. Like I have, movie. like, I feel nothing for this movie. Like this, I, I, oh. I watched it go by. Like, oh, that was, I think that was a joke. Okay. <laughs> I think that was a joke too. Cool. Okay. Good. Somebody Lord. just, somebody just got killed. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, this is. And that's, that's, that's like, I don't have anything to say about it. Like, I really don't. Like, it's not even, I don't, I didn't even hate it. I, I felt nothing for this movie. I still feel nothing for this movie. So, um, there was one thing I will, I will get out, I'll get it out of the way. There's the one thing that I thought was really good. One thing that I really liked about this movie the POV shots when they are discovering the corpses, all of those, at least the three that I saw, all of them are a lot of fun. Oh, they stopped doing them. Oh, well, then I stopped at the right yeah, time. They <laughs> um, they're a lot of fun because the, there's the there's the one, uh, the POV shot where the camera is shooting up through like a, a shallow pool of water. That's a cool shot. The POV shot with like the frozen old dude uh, and the three of them kind of like doing that weird amongst friends thing. Like that, that was pretty cool. His um, head was thrown back with with violent force, but it looks like he was smothered with something soft, like an oven mitt, like snow. Snow is soft and forceful. Yeah. So that is that is the one that is the one nice thing I have to say about this movie. Those POV shots were actually kind of nice. Um, and there was one other joke that actually I think if it had been in a different movie would have registered with me as a joke, and I would have found funny was when the sheriff goes into the into the station and he's like he's trying to like talk to the the secretary girl woman and she just gives him no response whatsoever and i i felt i believe me i felt her pain because that was me through this whole movie ah. and 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 he's like well what's wrong with you did somebody die and then she and then she holds up this note this little memo note that says somebody died and i'm like if this was a different movie that would have been really funny. So this movie is just schlock it's just unnecessary schlock it's it's and no one is confused um, um, I, I would like to point out that this director also did Identity. I, I, I liked Identity. I what identity. the hell? I'm sure Identity is probably a better a movie. movie. It is a better movie. Um, because a that much one, better movie. Yeah, that one was like legit trying to be good. Whereas this was trying to be schlocky and dumb. This is like the 90s. Everything that Scream tried to bulk against is made up of this movie. And I think that's why this movie fails utterly for me. Is because of that... The thing that makes camp work, any of those kind of things, like whether it's camp or schlock, um, is commitment. Right, and they, 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 they. You can't set out to make something camp. It's like last week when we were talking about all about evil. It's like they set out to make the kind of movie that people were were making fun of at midnight movies and on MST3K, and the result of that is, hey guys, let's make a bad movie. Congratulations, you have made a bad movie. Well, so it, what it makes me always think of is there's, there's Scream, yeah. and then there's Scary Movie, yeah. and then there is the farcical version of Scary Movie, which is Shriek If You Know What I Did Last Friday the 13th. Oh, God. Right. It's like you've reached that point where you're trying too fucking hard. Right. Yeah, when you're making fun of the parody. Yeah. And this is I'm, like... I'm down for that. I feel like this is like... 
if Scream was a fresh coating of snow on the world of horror, this movie is that sludgy snow that gets caught underneath your tires that is, like, black as fuck that you have to, like, try to get rid of, and it makes other yeah. snow look cleaner and whiter because of how terrible it is. This is fucking yellow snow is what this is. This isn't interesting enough to be yellow snow. No, it's the black, uninteresting snow. I have, I have feelings about yellow snow. I have no feelings about this movie. So, uh, but and it goes back to it goes back to why I thought Red Christmas was funny because they played it deathly seriously and therefore it was funny. Oh. Um, whereas this, I everybody mean, everybody's kind of hamming it up and and just everybody. Well, Shannon Elizabeth is hamming it up because I she's a ham. Her. I love yeah. her in this movie. Yeah. I, I actually this, liked her in the remake of Night of the Demons. I like her in general. Yeah, she's she right. actually did a great job in American Pie. Yeah, I. I'm aware that she was in it, but I don't know she who was she the, was or what she, she did. Was she was the exchange student. Yeah. Okay. She's the one that uh, Jason Biggs prematurely comes with. Oh. Yeah, she's the, for, uh, the foreign exchange student. So yeah. She's, so she's an every woman. Yeah, pretty. She is every woman. In, they're all in her. Yeah. Well, I was just joking, trying to make a joke that God. Jason Biggs comes prematurely on everybody. Although I have no reason to know that. We, we don't. Actually, he disappeared off the face of the earth. Basically, kind of did. He did that one season of Orange Is the Black, and he didn't come back. Mm. That's sad. Yeah. Uh, no, I. <laughs> and he's like American Pie reunion. Yay, paycheck. So what? What? So I think. Yeah. This goes down to those expectation things with this movie because yeah. to me, I always knew. Much like I thought, everyone knew that at the end of. Um, Sleepaway, sleepaway camp. camp there was a penis right yeah. um we found out that wasn't true right. uh live on the air and in the same way <laughs> when i think of this movie i imagine everyone to go oh you mean not the family friendly film made two years later with michael but yeah not the, the michael one thing, with yeah. the scary snowman with yeah. the icicle teeth well, you understand right. i went into it expecting it to be dumb and fun and amusing and it was None it was of one things, of those things really. it was yeah. dumb it was, I, dumb. Yeah. but it was, it was just I'm, dumb and lame and boring. Well, here's the thing. I'm actually kind of between the both of you. Yeah. You like it for being dumb and schlocky oh, and blah, blah, blah. so stupid. Yeah. You just don't feel anything for it because you think it's beyond that point yeah. of, okay, it's too dumb it's, for it. It goes back good. to idle hands where there's nothing, nothing more desperately unfunny than watching somebody who's bad at it try to be funny. Or, and uh, what? what and, like and it's not that, even that. Though. It's it's somebody who's bad at it trying to be bad at it. Yeah. Because you need to have the skills first before you can <sighs> yeah. before you can do the the humor part of that. And this is where, like I said, I'm between the two of you. Yeah. There are parts of Jack Frost that I like. I think the rape scene with Shannon Elizabeth is fucking hilarious. Uh, I think it's inappropriate, I, but it's. It's I don't hilarious. even think the thing of the because it, it's not even rape. It's just her being encased in snow, going. Yeah, yeah. Not the carrot scene. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't well, even the think the carrot he was... is missing from his face. Yeah. So here's here's what I here's... You know, It clearly goes between her legs, and then he materializes up. Yes. And then he picks the cam the carrot up and puts it back on his nose. Yes. yes. Well, the thing about that is like, and from what I recall reading that. Not that all that was supposed to be was he was supposed to materialize in the shower and beat her against the wall until she died, and then when they were editing it, they were like, "You know what this looks like, right?" Yeah. Okay, get the actor back in here. Let's <laughs> let's let's ADR some some let's ADR a bad line about Christmas coming and go with it. And they did. Yeah. And I, I see. I think like so. If I go see a play, a live action mm. production, if they fuck up, and I know they fucked up, I laugh. 
Yes. Right. It makes me laugh when they obviously are having a technical problem or a failure as an actor. Sure. And in this same way, like, I don't, I'm not expecting anything from these actors. Like, no. they are giving horrific <clears throat> performances with poor editing and poor filmmaking yeah. and no color balance. For being a mostly white right. film, there's no color balance. None at all. The so, snow, like, changes hues as they pan. It does. Like, it's terrible. So. But, and I just, so to me, I love this movie for that same kind of, like, I'm just watching them fail and enjoying it. Like, I was totally playing on my phone the whole time. And, like, only moderately paying attention to it because, A, I've seen it several times, so I do actually know what's going to happen. But also because this does not deserve my attention. I just think of it as, like, you know, I could fold laundry it's while brain I watch candy. This. It's brain candy. And it's yeah. it's, it's not way even I felt remotely about idle hands. It's just brain cardboard to me. Well, it's, so, it's, I'll get off this topic because that's because I also know that that's a total fucking downer because I feel like I'm just totally shutting down and now you guys are like trying to convince me of why well, it's okay. Yeah, I, no, we're not. I, you know, I'm, I I kind of want to get out of the way and see where else you guys go with it. I have literally nothing else to say about this movie, uh, and that's fine. So, but yeah, can we can we take a moment though and talk yeah. about Captain Stupid who should not be let near an oven anymore ever, ever? Why? Why? Uh, if he put antifreeze in the oatmeal, where was it on the counter? Where did he put it? What did he do with it? I don't know. Obviously, hit it, so, or he used all of their antifreeze and then threw uh, away the. the oh my container. god! Because let's be real honest. That's so wasteful. There was so much antifreeze in that oatmeal concoction Special? that threw the plastic Ziploc bag. It there was enough antifreeze to touch the snowman. Yeah, because mm. he just picks it up. And hits him in the head with it. I know you didn't see this part. Anyways. No, that's okay. I, I read. I yeah. read. <laughs> I read the Wikipedia article. So and, and the antifreeze had to have been so diluted that it went through the plastic. Why does he call everything he remotely even decides to make special? I made special uh, words. Words. Use your fucking words, kid. Use no. them. I don't think they wrote lines for the child. They're like ad lib. We'll see what happens. Don't make a child ad lib. Spaghetti with cheese and sauce? Uh, <laughs> wrong movie, kid. Oh, God. Okay. Actually, you know, you know who would have been better in this one? Jerry. Jerry would have been better in that role. Jerry would have been Jerry better, would have better, been better as the like FBI agent. That's who I want Jerry to play. Actually, uh, yeah. He, maybe the geneticist. Do I, oh, God. Actually, so we do Can a I, remake of Jack Frost with Jerry in every role. I was actually going <laughs> to... I actually want to do a remake of Jack Frost with the cast of All About Except Evil. Except I do actually want to get Adrian Barbeau to play the sheriff's... No, no. Like, has, <laughs> I want, I want like, can, can Jack Frost be Natasha Leone? Like, oh God, yes. I want the cast of All About Evil to just come and do. Peaches Christ can be the sheriff. Right. Like full drag. I this movie did. But ha- we do not call Thomas Decker. No. Oh no, we, call, we Thomas Decker could be like. I've been the, watching the guys, Kaboom. The He's a little bit better in that. Kaboom. Like Kaboom. The- it's Gregoraki. Oh, I'm, I was thinking of the uh, Nickelodeon show. No, from, that was like the pre no, Robot Chicken, Robot Chicken. Uh, I was it, thinking it's of the Greg Atari Rocky, game. super like homoerotic, whatever it is. It's on Hulu. I'm like, it's just there. It's there. It's there to help me like keep my mind off of the, my game loading. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, now this this movie. You're right. It does have that schlocky humor to it. Yeah, I, I get it. There are parts of it that I find hilarious. There are parts of it that I'm like, wait. And, but it does, like Andy says, try too hard. It, oh it, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel 
organically funny. It's like it, it's like chafe your dick kind of jacking it. Yeah. Like it tries oh. way too hard. I think a it's really like, good speaking of dick it. chafing. I'm gonna do it. I think there's a really good parallel to draw with like Night of Something Strange. Uh, where Night of yeah. Something Strange is also trying too hard, but there's a creativity on display in Night of Something Strange that carries that fucking movie. And, and I, I agree with that. And and that's not here. Yeah. No, and I totally, I see that 100%. That, like, this is the same vein. And this is legit. Yeah. I love extremes. So, like, yeah. I love raw, um, headless, yeah. Serbian film, like, extreme horror. And then I love this, like, extreme, inane idiocy. And I love right. the middle too a lot, but like yeah. Snyder Something Strange is a perfect example of like, yeah, it's right up here. You could do the Jack Frost Snyder Something Strange, you know, double feature at the drive-in, and the same crowd is gonna like them both probably. You know, mm-hmm. one more than the other for different reasons. Mm-hmm. If you didn't want it, your all about you to be so like in your face sex, you probably might like, you know. See, I I don't think that Jack Frost, as much as people continue to talk about it, because they do, I still have horror movie friends that are like, oh my God, Jack Frost is great. I don't know how Jack Frost has that cult film following. I don't get it. It's not that great a movie. There are parts of it that are funny, but it's not. I'm pretty sure that's what makes a cult film, is if you can honestly say, I don't get why. Yeah, I guess. More often than not, what I think should be a cult film, like I think Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows, should be a cult film because it is, on many ways, equally as just stupid and trying too hard and obnoxious as like Jack Frost. Right. But no one loves Book of Shadows for that reason, whereas Jack Frost goes for like $90 for the DVD because it went out of print so fast because no one thought they were going to buy this movie. Right. But but I'm also like okay so you you've got movies like Jack Frost which are obviously cheap and puppets and blah 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 and the whole bit that are I I still don't necessarily consider it a cult film but you've but then you've got like the the Puppet Master movies which are amazing and they have that they have what I think would make a cult film a cult film I I just don't. They have enough yeah. of a cult following to continue to make sequels. Yeah. So I think it it just boils down to the difference between a film that's actually a cult film, which is a, a movie that has its own ideas and just kind of does its thing and people, a small group of people are attracted to it and get off on it and really dig it um, versus trying to make a cult movie. Which is it doesn't really. I, just, I don't even see cult films as having that definition, though. To me, a cult film is just a film that organically created an audience yeah. outside of what they tried to make it have. Right. And I think Jack Frost does that. I think yeah. it organically created this like horror movie audience that looks at it as this fond example of just the worst things about 90s horror yeah. encapsulated in yeah. a movie. I, I think they tried to. I, I can't speak to their success. But, but I can understand your definition. Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't think a director, an actor, a writer, a producer can help make a cult film. No. I think only the audience can. So I think Jack Frost is a perfect example of like a movie that does not deserve, I'll be the first one to say, does not deserve to be remembered. Yeah. Right. Like when our when my generation, which is the last generation that should really care about that movie, dies out, that movie should disappear because it's, it'll, it'll be okay. There'll be plenty more schlock 
Right. And there has been plenty more schlock that is better enough. Like, oh, yeah. I have something strange. It has something extra. It, whether it is the just in-your-face sex or just the inventive way that it does, you know, STD zombies. Right. Well, well, and, and as and, another comparison, let's talk about, like, Jack Frost and Thanksgiving. I mean, Thanksgiving is a fucking turkey puppet, and it's deliberately It also bad. recently had a musical premiere in Columbus. Oh, my God. I was almost in it. I would have actually gone to see that. Um, but no, as bad as it is, and I ripped Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving apart it, in, on the blog. I ripped it apart. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's actually thoroughly enjoyable, and it's horrible. It is. It's like they recycle one joke through the entire fucking movie. I can't even remember what it is, but some, something completely slut-shaming is awful. Or but, like Ginger like they've Batman. Got, They've got giblet fl- giblet flavored condoms in this movie. I don't mm-hmm. mini condoms for turkeys. Anyway, um, that's like Ginger Dead Man. It's a series built on Gary Busey, right? Just letting him riff in a fucking yeah, you know, giving audio him booth. like Arnold Schwarzenegger level pun dialogue. Oh god, uh, yeah. But so, and I have all three of them. It's hilarious. Oh, even the even the titles of those movies. It's Ginger Dead Man Two: Passion of the Crust. Yeah. Or Ginger Dead Man 3, Saturday Night Cleaver. Yeah. Like, they're, like, punny, almost endearing titles. It's right up there with Sperms of Endearment. Like, you want to watch it. You do. And they're awful. I mean, from from a... I mean, when we're talking Oscar level, these are, like, sub-basement shit. I'm actually about to cry. They're not... They're, <laughs> see, Andy, they're not even good enough to they're be not considered meant for a raspberry. to be good. Yeah, and I know. And that's... It's just... It's... It's... There's so bad it's good, and then there's so bad it's bad, and then there's when you try to be so bad it's good and fails so horribly. Uh, the only other movie but that then I can, there's, but there's so bad it's delicious. But no, but this is not. There's that. one more yeah, level. There's so bad that you're trying to make it so bad that yeah. you're trying harder, and then it turns out to be good. Yeah, which is what Thanks Killing is. Oh, okay, yeah. right. And it's kind it of, goes that additional. Yeah. Step. And it's what it's what if <clears> you are the right kind of movie watcher Jack, Jack Frost can be. Okay. I don't think Jack Frost can be that for everyone, no. but for like me, Jack Frost encapsulates that. And I'm, yeah. I am usually all on board with schlock movies. I love me my schlock. I love all kinds of stuff like that. This movie just totally missed me. And, and there, <laughs> there are movies that I have seen as well that like, they're not yeah. worth my time. They're not, they don't have enough of anything. I will say the only thing going in Jack Frost's favorite flip, Favor, <laughs> favor is I like the snowman villain. Like I the enjoy snowman villain can be well done. I like that well he kills here. them with icicles, like yeah. which you can kind of do, but not really. I like that you missed some of my favorite thing, which is where his head just detaches and he has like giant okay. icicle fangs. Giant icicle fangs, but he has that like. It's it's like an hourglass jaw. Yeah. Where it's like circular thing. Like they literally have to detach connection. his head like Canadians on South Park. Yeah, it's hilarious. And he just like bites down on people and they just have giant yeah. slash marks like on their Like Oscar face. the Grouch getting angry. Yeah. Like <laughs> this movie is just like his glove mitten hands that can accomplish all things. Oven mitts. Oven mitts. can like can do like fine intricate surgeries that people train for centuries on. Yeah, like, much. He can do anything with those oven mitts. Oh. They should just give him twigs because if you have I, tiny little twig I hands. I want to know. Okay, okay, okay. Let's talk about physics here for a minute. 
So the townsfolk. Wait, physics? Physics in this one? I know. The town... Are you trying to make no. yourself? You're not no. even mentioning the worst physics moment. I'm waiting for this thing. I, the townsfolk use hair dryers to force Jack Frost into the boiler, which then is cranked up to high. How does it not go off? How does it not just fail utterly? If you've got, you know, water from a gigantic eight foot tall fucking snowman covering the bottom of the spoiler, even if it's gas jets, those gas jets are no longer lit. What? Why? 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 Um, let's talk about the fact that the truck carrying the highly acidic um, mutation compound. Yeah. I can't even think. Oh, genetic mutation something like yeah. what's on this truck is the most inane thing ever boils over and when it explodes the door just opens and projectile vomits this onto the one person yeah the the one person who is obviously lying who, down watching like fluid oh no, no he's, he's standing lying. up he's standing and then he falls forward and then we get literal hand-drawn cell animation of his red blood cells not his dna <laughs> but his red blood cells turning into snowflakes right and that communicated to us that he became a sentient snow. He's basically man. sentient water that can control his different forms. But you know what he never does? He never swims he never up. Does gas. He, he never, never boils. Yeah. He also never swims up Jason Momoa's urethra. There's Which you time. really he told me. There's Jack Frost too. Honestly, I'm because if honestly Jason Momoa as Aquaman getting sounded, like I'd be down for that. I still have All he needs to do is like make friends. I haven't with either. I'm never going to. I don't care. I but I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing Jason Momoa get sounded. Of all I, things, you just want to see him sounded for some reason? Yeah, why not? Okay. There's so many things I want to see him do. Nah. And he just wants sounding. He's well, real good after that. There you yeah, go. that's pretty much all I need. I, front, I, front side I, the, the funny yeah. thing is I'm pretty sure that Lisa Bonet would either, A, allow it, and like post video, because she's Lisa Bonet, and she's like, fuck you, Bill Cosby. Here, ruin my career after this shit. <laughs> or B, just fucking cut you, because... She's got Jason Momoa. And have you seen her? She's 50 years old, still looks like she did on the fucking Cosby show. I love her. So, Andy. Yeah. Let's start with you, since you hated this movie so much. What's I, your rating? Well, I didn't hate this movie. I feel nothing for this movie. <laughs> Hate Hatred implies some kind of engagement, and I have right. none. So let's pretend like you're the adopted child of D. Wallace. Let's hear your apathy about this movie. All right, it pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Um, no, I give this. I don't know. I give this. I I give this movie zero out of zero out of zero. I give this movie nothing. This movie gave me Absolute nothing. Absolute zero. This yeah. <laughs> movie zero Kelvin. I give it. I give it. I give it zero out of five things. I, seriously, I got nothing. I, this is nothing and, here. And for he me. gave it zero out of forty-five minutes of the not completed. Yeah, there's, right? just no, there's nothing here for me. <laughs> so, I, and again, I, I'm between you guys. It, it, this is a movie that ultimately I don't care about, but it was fun to make fun of while I was watching it. Um, unlike Red Christmas, which was just awful. Um, so, really, it, it's gonna get like a one out of five, slightly. Moist carrots. Are they moist because of the snow or moist because of, because of Shannon? They're, they would be moist because of Shannon. Okay. So I, you know, this movie, I don't like this movie. I enjoy <laughs> this movie exists. And I like to show other people this movie. 
But, Their pain is how I live. Like Tinkerbell lives off applause. That, that's like me introducing people to anime using Legend of the Overfiend. And you have issues in your life. It's okay. <laughs> I introduced Paul to anime with Death Note. I was just like, let's oh, jump right in. Oh, Death Note, man. go. Oh, I, was just, he, uh, he, he, I actually did watch, I watched about half of an episode of Death Note. I forgot that we did that and you had that whole issue. <laughs> I just I hated it. I didn't think about any of that. <laughs> I actually, I watched about half of an episode and I was like... Yeah, this is stupid and I hate it. I'm turning it off now. <laughs> of course it is. Um, so I, I, but I tried. I give this movie, I would say I give this movie like two um, Canadian-headed snowman with giant teeth. Um, yeah, because I just, I love that this movie exists. I love that I can go back to it. I love that I can just be like, hey, fuckity fuck, Jack Frost. It's a thing. And I like to show it to people. I like to talk about the fact that antifreeze. Right. In oatmeal. And I'm not going to lie, I may have bought antifreeze at some point in my life, and just in case, and had it ready. <laughs> you don't understand? Before I was a horror movie fan, I was afraid of everything, and this movie, like, tipped that scale. Oh, don't get me wrong, damn. I was afraid of everything when I was a kid. Like, I Ghostbusters terrified me. Beetlejuice. The staircase right. moment in Beetlejuice when he became the snake. Yeah, I actually, I was... Uh, I Mine was, was actually legitimately scary, like... I was the far enough along that that didn't bother. Poltergeist can't. Oh god, yeah. Nope. Oh, and the and the weird pastry rape in Young Sherlock Holmes. No. Nope. When Watson gets like face raped by fucking pastries, like they hold him down and literally start stuffing each other into his mouth. I need to see this movie again. It's been so long. I oh love my Young god, Sherlock Holmes. I've never seen it. Have it on DVD. It's Steven Spielberg. It's wonderful. He produced I, it. He didn't direct. I don't always so. feel like that's true, though. I still remember being jilted by AI. Yeah, but that I was that, in that was Pinocchio. I never I'm like, saw it. Why does it? No, I don't like it. Didn't, it didn't look like a good ending. thing. The Kubrick movie would have been good. I could see that. The Stephen King half. I mean, Stephen Spielberg half. I guess the Stephen King half would have been great. It would have ended terribly, but yeah. at least it would have been more interesting than <laughs> there would have been aliens. A lot more, there would have been a lot more cocaine involved. Yeah. Oh yeah, that and Helen out. Mirren. It was, it was the nineties. Uh, why do we keep insinuating that Helen Mirren is just drowning herself in cocaine? Oh, I was insinuating that Stephen King you know, was drowning himself in cocaine. You know what we keep insinuating? Because I've about? seen Maximum Overdrive. Do you know what? <laughs> Fuck you, Stephanie Meyer. We are. <laughs> Thought we were going to get there. Thought, Thought we were going to get, get there, there too. Thought it. We almost got away with almost. it. Almost. No, oh, dude. please. <laughs> so on that note, if you have questions, concerns, want to lay eggs in our brain, want to, you know, do nasty things with carrots email us at bob at candycoatedrazor.com you can hit us on the web at candycoatedrazor.com and you can uh, catch me on twitter at at candyrazorbob you can also search for us on facebook using candycoated razor blades uh, you can find me on twitter at zanmanhorrorfan that's x-a-n-m-a-n horrorfan and you can email me your um, stories about how you used carrots on bob <laughs> at podcasthorror <laughs> at gmail.com uh, pictures or it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at oh shut up Andy. Oh shut up Andy. Uh, follow me on Facebook if you want, but really don't. Um, but you, um, if you want to at me on Twitter and send me any recipes for like disturbing unholy things that you've done with carrots, like <laughs> like that sort of horrible like ambrosia salad shit that like with raisins in it that people would always bring to like church oh, yeah. functions, like that marshmallows. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, at me that or we'll uh, or, like or DM a, me that shit. We'll make you like a quinoa and farro. Oh, there and you go. Carrot. I'm down and for artichoke that. Artichoke heart salad. Um, and mm. and on your way to doing that, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review wherever you happen to be listening to this. Um, are there other words I need to say? Um, if you are one of our six listeners and you want to be on the podcast, let us know. <laughs> Uh, let us know if you are the, the fabled seventh listener. We've heard you might exist, but we're not sure. And Jason Tosserman, if you are still listening, which I doubt, we do still find you attractive, <laughs> just so you keep listening. <laughs> All right, kids. Bye. 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 The Candy Coated Razor Blades podcast is distributed under Creative Commons License 3.0, attribution, non-commercial, share alike. Visit us on the web at www.candycoatedrazor.com. Theme music for this episode is 13 Monsters by Lightning Bolt. Visit them on the web at www.laserbeast.com.